When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Lambeau, division rival, it's gonna be exciting. It's some bad blood brewing. We earned this, we deserve this. All this belongs up, bro. Jordan Love in the shotgun. Leaping grab, Romeo Dust. Golf back, looking deep downfield, it is Sam LaPorna. Nobody in the world believes him. They're gonna find out today. Yeah. Welcome to NFL Live, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And the scene is set here. Lambeau Field is where week four of the NFL season will kick off tonight as the Packers host the Lions. Last time Detroit was in town, they kept Green Bay out of the playoffs and handed Aaron Rodgers a loss in his final game as a Packer. With that, welcome to the studio. It is NFL Live. Kevin Nagani here alongside Ryan Clark, Marcus Spears, and Adam Schefter is standing by. Plenty of breakdowns for tonight's NFC North Showdown, plus the very latest on key injuries this weekend. But first, let's go live to Lambeau as Packers reporter Rob Domofsky joins us now. Rob, a couple of big questions around the health of that Green Bay offense. What do we know as we approach kickoff here in a few hours? Kevin, it looks like for the first time, Jordan Love is going to have his full complement of skill position guys. Christian Watson and Aaron Jones both have to go through the pregame, but as long as there's no issues with their hamstring, they should be good to go. Love has basically had those guys for three quarters combined all season. Those three quarters were Aaron Jones in the season opener. And Jordan Love said this week that that week one game was a good reminder that if we get Aaron Jones the ball, good things will happen. He hasn't had Watson all year. Matt LaFleur, though, said that having Christian Watson back isn't just having their deep threat big play guy back. He said that Watson does so much more because he's so smart and can line up anywhere on the field. Now, it is worth noting, though, that their offensive line will be shorthanded. Just minutes ago, they placed left tackle David Bakhtiari on injured reserve. We already knew he wouldn't play. Elton Jenkins also not going to play their left guard. And right tackle uh, Zach Tom is questionable. That is not a good sign when they have to face this defensive front. The Lions seeking their fourth straight win against the Packers, which would tie their second longest streak all time. Rob, thank you so much. Closer look at the Packers offense and Jordan Love looking to continue this impressive start in his career as the QB one. Love ranks seventh in the league in QBR and his eight total touchdowns tied for second most in the league. Big reason why Love has been so successful, his ability to take care of the football as he's only turned it over once. Let's bring in our guys. That is Ryan Clark and Marcus Spears. And Marcus, let's start here with you. What should the game plan be for Love tonight? I think explosive plays, Kev and RC, because look, I, I know how that fourth quarter ended against the New Orleans Saints. Jordan Love was going crazy, pushing the ball down the field. But the fact that you get Christian Watson back, you got guys that can also work the middle of the field with Jay Reed and obviously Romeo Dobbs. 
is this guy that he likes to have in the one-on-ones. And then the backside of the backfield as well. This can be a very explosive offense, and I think they need to unlock that against the Detroit Lions. Geno Smith had a great day spreading the football around against this defense, and I think Green Bay needs to approach it the same way. Mix in some run game, mix in some screen game, but look for your opportunities to push the ball downfield because they've been there uh, with teams against Detroit so far. Listen, you can see what Christian Watson could do when you look back at late last year when he emerged onto the scene for the Green Bay Packers. But watching that tape, you saw the way that they were working the slot against the New Orleans Saints. But if you're going to work the slot against the Detroit Lions, you're facing rookie Brian Branch. And I know GM Brad Holmes was doing the Detroit two-step when he fell to them in the second round. Watch him here in the run. Aaron Jones, you want him to be a factor? You better block Brian Branch. He's going to see there's going to be a double team, and John Lou Smith is going to want to get off of the double team to Brian Branch. He recognizes it too fast, gets in the backfield, tackle for loss on B. John Robinson. Oh, you want to see him drop it to the zone? Here you're going to see him go through the curl to the flat with vision to break as Bijan Robinson leaps out of the backfield. Mm, give me that helmet. Too bad we can't do you got jacked up no more. Now he can also play man to man locked up in the slot with Drake London. He's going to be patient at the line inside slant route reaches around gets the football and who can forget the way he introduced himself to the world vision to break on Patrick Mahomes here in the curl. It's a ball off Kadarius Tony. Give me that. I don't have my socks because I was cramping up because I'm not in Nick Saban's workout program anymore, but I'll still get six. <laughs> Brian Branch has been a revelation at the nickel position for the Detroit Lions, and all that he's done this year will be tested tonight because as Christian Watson is taking the top off of the defense, he'll be asked to stop Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Green, I mean Jaden Reed, in the slot. All right, if you include the loss here to the Lions in Week 18, by the way, keep in mind the Packers, they have lost four of their last five primetime games. It's primetime now with Jordan Love. We will see how this plays out. Let's get to some of the top stories here and bring in Adam Schefter. Starting with injuries, uh, what do we know about Anthony Richardson out in Indy right now? Well, Kevin, for the second straight day, the Colts listed quarterback Anthony Richardson as a full participant in practice, putting him on track to be back for Sunday's game against the Rams after missing last week's game due to the concussion that he suffered when his head hit the ground in the end zone. The fact that he's been back out there looks like it means Gardner Minshew will go back to being the number two quarterback and Anthony Richardson will be back in the starting lineup, which is where the Colts want him. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow listed as a full participant in practice. That's a good sign for his availability. After fighting through the calf injury on Monday night, no reason to think he won't be out there on Sunday against the Titans. The question is how healthy he'll be, but he's proven that he's going to fight through this calf injury and he's going to be out there no matter what it takes. As for Jalen Waddell, the Dolphins wide receiver, he officially cleared concussion protocol after missing last week's game against the Denver Broncos. Boy, Miami really could have used Waddle last week. They might have had 80 points and 800 <laughs> yards if he had played, but he missed that game, and now he will be back for Sunday's big AFC matchup against the Buffalo Bills. The Dolphins will take all the firepower they can take this Sunday in Buffalo against the Bills as they try to take a hold of that division. It's a track meet. Good news there, as you mentioned, for Miami as they head to Buffalo. And Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel says finding motivation for this one, it shouldn't be difficult. You know, I think division opponents, you have um, what, what, what's been really 
uh, I don't know, um, probably under-talked about is a, an opponent of this caliber coming off an, I mean, nine-sack, five-turnover day. Um, if you need to be motivated for a game like this, check your pulse or maybe um, consider uh, a career adjustment. All right, let's take it on the field and bring back our fellas. RC, let's start with you. Of course, the Dolphins coming off that historic it performance so over the weekend. What's that? RC, why it take him so long? <laughs> why it take him so long to say it, man? Hey, <laughs> hey. He takes Sway. so long. Sway. We had him, bro, <laughs> we had him on the show. He was on the pivot. He's just actually one of the more fascinatingly intelligent people I've ever been around. Yes. And I don't, I, I don't know if you remember, it, it was a movie or a show where every time the man talked, I think it was called Numbers or something like that, you could see the numbers yep. floating around. Yeah. When he talks to you, that's the way he sees it. If he's talking about two things, he's looking here or he's looking here. The dude really is a genius. I mean, he's Ivy League educated, and you see it with this creative run game, man. He's, he's so deliberate, and by the way, you're referring to the movie A Perfect Mind, and and how he processes perfect everything. Mind. They had the perfect game plan the last time we saw them. What should be the game plan yeah. now be against this Bills team, RC? Run it, run it, and run it some more. When you look at what they're able to do, they're fascinating offensively. You mentioned, mentioned having Jalen Waddle last week, and that would have given them an opportunity to add to what they could do on the outside. But it was really Raheem Mostert and his start to this game. And then you look at what Devon Achan was able to do as well. There's so much speed, and you're so locked in to trying to stop the big play to Tyree Kill and Jaden, Jalen Waddle that they'll get in 21 personnel. That's two backs and one tight end and absolutely demolish you in the run. We saw it against the New England Patriots, and you saw it last week against the Denver Broncos. It yep. turns out you can get 70 without throwing it a ton when you have this sort of speed in the backfield. RC, you make a great point, and I just wanted to point out some of the things that the New England Patriots tried to do in order to negate some of these, get the ball in your playmaker's hands quickly and get those guys space to go while you're trying to defend everything else. But here's a great example of something that Bill Belichick did. He gave the skies looks. He got he has Bentley here who's going to add on as the fourth rusher and drop out Matthew Judon just to take away an early access throw. And I know what people are saying. Well, they still completed this pass, but look at the coverage and the, the space that's not given up. You there to make a tackle quickly on Tyreek Hill because you give a different look. And then here, they bring Kyle Duggar up. They almost give you almost a zero look almost. And, and just trying to play with two of eyes to make him make a quick decision and understanding that this ball is going to come out hot. So Duggar bluffs the, bluffs the bit, uh, blitz and then drops back out and gets a hand on the football. These are just some of the ways that you can try to get Tua's eyes going in a different direction or try to just hide a little bit and drop in some of those zone spots. It's a tough deal to defend these guys, but you got to play with them some kind of way to get your hands on footballs and also give uh, Tua something else to look at. And you mentioning Tua is a big storyline because he didn't play in that playoff game, and that was a fantastic battle. And keep in mind, each of the last three meetings between the Dolphins and Bills have been decided by three or fewer points. So it's going to be a fantastic matchup this weekend. And we're just getting started here on NFL Live. After the Cowboys' shocking loss to the Cardinals, Marcus is here to tell everyone how the Cowboys can avoid being upset two weeks in a row. Plus, 
The Jets have yet to take off from New York. And Zach Wilson, wait till you hear what one Chiefs player had to say. And Wilson responds. A-Rod got hurt and they turned into a team where like in panic mode almost. NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, welcome back to NFL Live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Our week four Monday night football matchup features DK Metcalf and the Seahawks squaring off against Daniel Jones and the Giants at MetLife Stadium, 8 Eastern on ABC, ESPN, yep. and ESPN Deportes with Peyton and Eli once again returning with the Manning cast on ESPN2. The NFL Live crew going on the road trip. They're going to be out at MetLife on Monday doing the show from the stadium. Let's bring back RC and Marcus. Uh, Ryan, if you're going to game plan here, the Seahawks offense – where is your focus? Listen, the Seahawks offense is extremely potent. When you look at what they've done the last two weeks, scoring over 30 in both Detroit against Detroit and also against Carolina, you have to start with Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet in the backfield. But then it's about figuring out how you stop the guys on the outside. We've watched Geno Smith go from the play-action game and then to the deep drop back, but it's because they consistently call the run plays and we saw him week one. There wasn't the sort of protection he was used to having the year before. But the last two weeks, they really started to be explosive. It starts with the run game, and then Geno finishes late. RC, you said the key word, explosive. And the way that Geno is distributing the football, too, it hadn't just been DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockheed. He's getting fan involved in yeah. the passing game. The two backs that you mentioned as well. I felt like last year when Geno had kind of this – Come, come to Jesus year, everybody felt like, is this sustainable? Can this offense be explosive like they were last year? Yes, they can. They have phenomenal athletes on the outside. They got a legitimate number one guy in DK Metcalf. But the beautiful part about what Seattle is doing is they kind of gotten back to that identity when they had Marshawn Lynch from an offensive standpoint with the run game and tying the play action in with a really good tight end and guys on the outside. So I think the Seattle Seahawks can make a vibe for their division. I know what happened week one against the Rams, but this team is starting to play really good football and be an explosive offense like you said, RC. By the way, the Seahawks are averaging 29 points per game this season, fourth best in the NFL, but it's the Giants 
who are favored by one prime time at home on Monday night. It's time to read and react to some sound from around the league and let's start in Philadelphia with a Jalen Hurts answer that should be shown to every single youth football player. Listen to this. We might look at a quarterback and say, okay, well, he threw for 330 yards, three touchdowns, but his team lost. And therefore, he's good, but you can't look at quarterback wins as a stat because the guy played great, his team lost, and it's not his fault that he lost. You seem not, seem not to care about that stuff. You're all about, did the Eagles win, did they not win? How did you get to that point? By losing. Right to the point. We appreciate that, Marcus. What's your reaction? <laughs> Bro, it, it, it is. I mean, leadership <laughs> defined. When you, every time this dude step up to the podium, he understands what he needs to say. Sometimes I do want to see him curse and go crazy, but that's just not who he is. Jalen is straight to the point. He understands what this is about. It's about winning. And when he got paid, he said the winning is more important than the money. It wouldn't be to me, but to him, it seems to be that way. So he was telling the truth. If Nick Saban was a quarterback, he would be Jalen Hurts. That's what you're seeing in every single thing. He gives you nothing. Meanwhile, the reeling Jets, they have to face the Chiefs on Sunday night. Here's linebacker Willie Gay when asked about facing struggling quarterback Zach Wilson. When you look on tape, what are you seeing from Zach Wilson in their offense? That was a hard question, I can't lie. Uh, the team that want to run the ball, you know, uh, of course, man, you know, not, not, that wasn't, you know, to be funny or anything, right. but A-Rod got hurt and it turned into a team where, like, in panic mode almost. That's what I see. You can see it processing in Willie's <laughs> brain. Don't say it, don't say it, Ursie. What do you make of that? <laughs> well, I think that Willie didn't want to tell the truth because when we come on here and tell the truth about this Jets offense, we can say how putrid it is. We can say how bad of a passing game it is. We can say that they can't protect the quarterback and the quarterback can't protect himself. That this is the team that you don't expect to score points against the Kansas City Chiefs. But if Willie says that, then he's arrogant and he's cocky and he's rude and it's bulletin board material. If I say it, it's just the truth. So I feel your pain, Willie. By the way, Zach Wilson was asked about Gay's comments this afternoon. Let's take a listen to this. Were you bothered at all by the William Gay comments out of Kansas City? I didn't even see what he said. Uh, how, would I, how would I characterize that? He kind of said, he was asked about Zach Wilson and the offense, and he kind of laughed, and he says they're in panic mode after A-Rod going down. He goes, all they do is run the ball. That's fine. You know, we're, we're working to improve and get better. He's a great player, but he's obviously the competition too, so I can see why he has those comments, but we'll be ready as an offense. Okay, we will see how that plays out. Coming up, Dallas faces one of the best defensive minds in the game in Bill Belichick Sunday. RC going to tell us what we should expect to see the Patriots defense do going up against this Dallas offense. And you're watching NFL Live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Some decisions are too important to leave to chance, like deciding which players to pick up off the waiver wire in ESPN Fantasy Football. That's why ESPN worked with IBM to build AI models with Watson X. They generate insights that guide fantasy managers to the best available players, and because they were built with Watson X, ESPN can monitor the performance of the AI models and the quality of their insights. Raise your game. Use the AI-generated insights in the ESPN Fantasy app. You know what happens when you're supposed to win a championship? What happens when everybody's saying you're this and you're that and this is finally the year? Things tighten up. And that's exactly what the Arizona Cardinals did. They were the better team that day. Snap to Dobbs, going to hand it off to more. Big ball up the middle, 40, 35, 30. More to the house. Touchdown, Cardinals. Two chances to get it in here. Prescott looking in zone. That one's picked off. It's Kaiser White. It's time for some self-reflection if you're the Dallas Cowboys and say, who are we? A week after being the darlings of the NFL, the Cowboys are coming off that shocking loss to the Cardinals. Ed Werder joining us now with much more as the Patriots roll into town. And Ed, Zeke Elliott is making his return to Dallas. What are his uh, former teammates saying about that? Yeah, you know, Kevin, there are only two running backs in Cowboys history with more rushing yards and touchdowns than Ezekiel Elliott, Emmitt Smith, and Tony Dorsett. And like the two Hall of Famers, Elliott will finish his career with another team signing with the Patriots during training camp. That makes him the opponent Sunday for Dak Prescott, the quarterback who was picked in the fourth round in the same draft where Elliott went fourth overall. Teammates for seven seasons, best friends to this day. Just outside the locker room a short time ago, Prescott told us he had a lengthy conversation last night with Elliott. He also revealed that Elliott informed him a few days before he was released that it was coming so the quarterback would not be surprised. Elliott, as you may remember, had the worst season of his career a year ago, but told the Dallas media yesterday he's still a very good running back, and Prescott, well, he expects him to be determined to prove that on Sunday against his former teammates. 
Yeah, I mean, I expect Zeke's best every time uh, he gets on the he gets on the field. I mean, that just comes from the friendship we have, the standard um, of each other, and uh, yeah, I mean, you just he said it's going to be emotional. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine uh, that he doesn't come in and run just a little bit harder maybe than he naturally does, uh, knowing the trash talk that we all just kind of naturally do over the years, but then getting to play against the guys that you you trash talked for years. Yeah, I'm sure. While this matchup seems timely for Elliott, who's coming off his best game with the Patriots, rushing for 80 yards against the Jets, the Cowboys surrendered 222 rushing yards to the Cardinals in the loss last week. The defensive players, Kevin, have vowed to avenge that performance. Micah Parsons smiled at the prospect of playing against Elliott on Sunday, saying, quote, I feel like Zeke's coming for me. You used to tell me all the time, you're lucky I'm not out there because I'd really get you. Ed, thank you so much. By the way, keep in mind, Zeke Elliott looking for his first touchdown as a Patriot. He's averaging 4.4 yards per carry, 28 carries, 122 yards so far in that weird blue and red combo because when you look at Zeke, it's just weird not seeing him in that silver with the star. Marcus, what do you want to see from the Cowboys offense here without Zeke heading into the weekend? <clears throat> yeah, look, Bill Belichick obviously is known for taking away your number one guy. So I think it'll be a lot of attention on CD. With that being said, I think this is an intermediate to middle of the I'm field and maybe some explosive from the slot um, position. And that's Brandon Cooks for me. This is a game where he may have some matchups favorable to get going um, in this game, along with the tight ends. But I think the middle of the field is where you can kind of live because Bill Belichick made it a point to take Tyreek Hill away from the Miami Dolphins and has done it as well as anybody to 40 yards, even though he had a touchdown. So I think that's going to be the case with C.D. Lamb and these other guys are going to have to step up. Dak is going to have to take some chances in the middle of the field and be accurate and get the ball in, in, in Cook's hands along with some of the tight ends. Ferguson. Tricky, tricky, Marcus Spears, you tricky feller, you. You know that, Bill Belichick. And CeeDee Lamb is not going to get off. And the reason he's not is because Christian Gonzalez will be lined up wherever he is the entire day, the same way we saw against Tyreek Hill, Devontae Smith, and yep. Garrett Wilson. And they do it in such creative ways. We know how difficult it is to stop Miami, especially when they put Tyreek in this fast inside-out motion. Christian Gonzalez is playing the back half even with a look away by Tua watch this speed turn Marcus and Kev gets back into the play we know what sort of speed Tyreek has easy interceptions now watch him in man-to-man -man zero coverage this is the two minute right now fourth and two you got him locked up with Devontae Smith who is the go-to guy in these spread formation this is cover zero look at 48 pump it up pump it up pump it up no, they go. They've inverted the line of scrimmage. Matthew Judon is free. Devontae Smith is actually inside where there's no help. Christian Gonzalez gets around with that length, gets his hand on the football. This is a dude that can absolutely ball, and he's able to do it in different dimensions, whether it's press coverage, off coverage, even in Question. zone. You're going to see him locked up with C.D. Lamb in many of these cases, sometimes with help, sometimes without. without. So the Dallas Cowboys are going to have to find a way to do something different than what they've normally done with C.D. throughout the first three weeks. R.C., your eyes is as good as anybody that cover these DBs and secondary guys. Me watching Christian Gonzalez, is he trending towards being one of them ones, bro? 
Oh, Christian Gonzalez right now, if I had to compare him to anybody, I'd compare him to Pat Sertan II, who we know right now yeah. is a top five cornerback in this league and maybe number one last year. That smooth, that polished, that good. And keep in mind, we know how Belichick is with his D-backs. Once he falls in love, you're that guy. And the Cowboys are six-and-a-half-point favorites in this matchup as they look to win their 10th straight game at home. Now, let's go to Shefty here. Back with the injury report. And Adam, potentially some good news here for the Giants and Saquon Barkley. What do we know now? He was at practice today in a limited fashion, Kevin. So the Giants are hoping that Saquon Barkley can continue to make enough progress from his high ankle sprain to be able to play Monday night against the Seattle Seahawks. Still don't know whether he can, but the fact that he was back at practice at all is an encouraging sign. It shows you that he's improving some. We'll see if it's enough for Monday night against the Seahawks. As for the Chargers and their running back, Austin Eckler, he's been battling an ankle injury that's held him out the last couple of weeks. He's been limited at practice this week so far and here's the question that the Chargers have to wrestle with they play the Raiders this week and then have a bye week so they can play Eckler if he's ready enough to get out there or they can rest him this week and get two weeks rest for Austin Eckler coming off that ankle injury we'll see what they decide to do and Aaron Jones who's missed the last two games due to a hamstring injury is expected to be active tonight and play he was limited to practice all week, but he did say that the plan is for him and Christian Watson, who has not played yet this season, to be out there tonight, which will be a boost for the Packers offense as they get ready to host the Detroit Lions on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, Kevin. to your point, 33 is a difference maker, especially for uh, Jordan Love here under the lights. Shefty, thank you so much. Time now for a DraftKings same game parlay, and for that, let's go to RC. Let's start with Jordan Love, over under 231 and a half passing yards for the Packers quarterback. You know what, I'm going to go under with Aaron Jones returning to this game. I expect him to use him and A.J. Dillon in the run game. And you saw the sort of pressure that the Detroit Lions were able to get last week in that game against the Atlanta Falcons. I expect him to get it out of his hands quick, so I'll go under. Those Iowa tight ends, Sam Laporta has looked pretty good three games into his rookie season. Over or under 43-and-a-half receiving yards for the Lions tight end. You know what? I'm going over. Think about this. Brad Holmes trades away TJ Hawkinson, gets two picks for him, and now you have Sam Laporta, who's playing like a pro bowler. This is a guy who went deep last week for a touchdown on the Atlanta Falcons and just keeps getting looks from Jared Goff. I believe he goes over. Okay, I can't wait for this one. Let's finish on the defensive side. Over, under, half a sack for Aiden Hutchinson tonight. Hey, I'm going over it. I know y'all saw Aiden Hutchinson finish the game with the stanky leg last week after the sack fumble recovery. I'm expecting him to do the same. This isn't a team that rushed the passer well the first two weeks, but they absolutely lost their mind in the pass rush, and Aiden Hutchinson was a huge part of that. I expect him to go over. I mean, it's a half sack. He could fall into one, Kev. <laughs> All right, we're going to get R.C. and Marcus's game picks later in the program here. By the way, Hutchinson, two sacks against the Packers the last time these two teams faced off. And still to come, how can the Ravens overcome the Browns' hot start to the season? Listen to how confident the Ravens sound about this matchup. You go in there as the enemy to go take over, and that's our plan uh, to actually go take over. I think they call it the dog pound. I consider myself a dog, so I'm right at home. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this season, 
New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, a special shout out to any Kentucky viewers in our audience who can now bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and use code NFL Live when you sign up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. The Falcons and Jaguars are playing Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern in London. And they're also playing in Andy's room? That's right. It's the NFL like you've never seen it before. The live game will transform into the world of Toy Story in real time. You'll see the same action that's happening on the field, but in a whole new way. Join Buzz, Woody, and all their friends Sunday at 9.30 a.m. on ESPN+. Can't wait to see that. Time to see what's on trend around the NFL. I'll hit you with a stat, and our analysts will... Tell you if the trend continues this week and let's start here despite dealing with injuries to cornerback Marlon Humphrey and safety Marcus Williams the Ravens have still managed to be one of the best defenses in the league so far when it comes to defending the pass Baltimore has held opposing quarterbacks to the second fewest yards per drop back in the league trailing only the Browns so Marcus do you think this success is sustainable I think it's sustainable as long as this front four gets going. And I know Owe and Ojabo is not their, their two best pass rushers, but Matabike and Jadavian Clowney, who they brought in, I think needs to generate more pressure. And I know what people are going to say. Well, Kyle Hamilton had three sacks last week. You don't want to devote your safety to being the one to hit the quarterback every time you want to generate pressure. If they get that four-man pass rush going, they could be even more deadlier, and they should be when they get their guys back off injury. All right, now to the Ravens' opponent this weekend. Those Browns, Deshaun Watson bouncing back in a big way in last week's win over the Titans. Watson more than doubled his QBR and was much more accurate after being off target on an NFL worst 27% of his passes during the first two weeks. So, RC, what stood out to you about Watson's performance last weekend compared to the first two weekends of the season? You already said it. It was about accuracy, the way he used his, uh, his ability to pinpoint the ball right where he wanted it to be, whether it was Amari Cooper 
down the sideline. Donovan Peoples-Jones on the slot fade. He found ways to get his guys the ball where they could continue to run after the catch. And what I love that Kevin Stefanski did was he started with the short game that really got Elijah Moore involved early, and then he moved to the outside mm -hmm. to allow Deshaun Watson to expand on a passing game. And to your point, no Nick Chubb, so they let Deshaun kind of cook a little bit more in the offense. And let's stay in Cleveland and give some love to the Browns' defense which is off to a historic start. The Browns have held their opponents to less than 164 yards per game, the fewest that any team has allowed through the first three games of a season since the 1999 Buccaneers defense. That had Hall, four Hall of Famers and our guy Booger McFarlane on that squad. Now, earlier today, defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz spoke about their strategy here for defending Lamar Jackson. I think you can error on the other side of Lamar Jackson, you know, if you sit there and shoo the chickens, as we say, um, you're not going to get them either, you know. So we're going to rely on our team speed. We're going to rely on team defense. We're going to rely on running through with leverage and, um, you know, try to take the fight to him. Before we get the thoughts from the fellows on this game, Shefty, let's uh, come back to you. Lots of injuries heading into the matchup. What do we know right now? Well, there was good and bad news for the Baltimore Ravens. They had two offensive linemen back at practice this week. Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum back at practice. But wide receivers Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham Jr., as well as cornerback Marlon Humphrey and others missed practice again today. That does not bode well for their availability for this week. That means Beckham and Bateman have not practiced at all this week, and it means there's a real chance that the Ravens are going to be down a couple of wide receivers when they play the Browns on Sunday, that Odell Beckham Jr. will not get a chance to go up against his former team. Again, the upside is it looks like that offensive line will have some reinforcements, Kevin. RC, let's talk about this Browns defense. They deserve some love. Why have they been so good to start the season? Because they some real-life killers. Mm. Period, point blank. It's exactly what Jim Swartz just said. We're not looking at Lamar Jackson, and because Lamar Jackson is over there, we're going to play on our heels. They got a team full of people that act like Bud Crawford. They coming right at you, and they are not stopping. We know that Miles Garrett is up for the MVP or Defensive Player of the Year already, but on the back end, it's the fact that your linebackers are running sideline to sideline, playing in the passing game. There is no player playing the cornerback position that is playing better than Denzel Ward is at this time and watching a guy like Grant Delpit show you why he won the Jim Thorpe Award when he was at LSU. They do everything fast, they do it mean, and they do it with bad intentions. And that's exactly what Jim Swartz was alluding to when talking about approaching Lamar Jackson. I'm glad you talked about team speed, RC, because they hunt, brother. And let me give people a little breakdown of what happens Bro. on the field in football. So the quarterback walks up to the line of scrimmage. And he says Mike 56 or Mike 47. And that's identifying where the Mike linebacker is. And you set all of your protection from there. When you play the Cleveland Browns, you got to say Mike 95. <laughs> I don't care if Miles Garrett on the damn bench. You better make sure you identify where he at. Because the way he's playing right now, it don't matter who you identify. You don't identify him. The man is on a mission. And Jim Swartz is doing a phenomenal job as well of him hunting the rabbit. Meaning finding the weakest link offensive line-wise and putting them in those spots and letting them be able to dominate. We know that his strength and his physical ability, the way he gets off the ball, lends itself to being an edge player. But we've seen him in the middle of the line of scrimmage. We've seen him off the ball and obviously yep. in his rifle place out there on the edge, man.
And Marcus, I know we're talking about Miles Garrett here, and I know we've talked an awful lot about the Dallas Cowboys and 49ers being maybe the two best defenses in football, but the numbers show right now the best defense in football through three weeks has been the Cleveland Browns. Fewest points Please. per game, fewest yards yep. per game, fewest first downs per game. Numbers across the board are tops in the NFL, and that's one of the main reasons that there's hope in Cleveland because this defense under Jim Schwartz has been so good. To your point, uh, 95 is must-see TV. I just want to see what movie has this week, right? Uh, behind the line, getting set up as this defense <laughs> yeah. has given up yeah. just one touchdown <laughs> in the first three weeks. Cannot wait to see the matchup, of course, with Garrett in the backfield against Lamar. All right, coming up next, the Packers have dominated the NFC North for years. But is there a new king of the North? Stick around to hear how the Lions can win, according to Marcus and RC. NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and in part by Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Pizza, pizza. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The NFL London games kick off Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific, exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. B. John Robinson and the Falcons taking on Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars at Wembley Stadium. To get ESPN+, Plus, go to ESPNplus.com or download the ESPN app. Bring back Chef to your bunch of names on the injury report heading into tonight's key game at Lambeau. Let's start with the Packers news here on the offensive line, Chef well, Kevin, earlier this hour, the Green Bay Packers placed their standout left tackle, David Bakhtiari, on injured reserve, meaning he's out for a minimum of four games, and it's fair to wonder how much longer he might miss. He's battled all sorts of knee issues the last few years. This is the latest round of them. You hope he gets well soon, but he's now out a minimum of four games. Meanwhile, Christian Watson expected to make his season debut tonight for the Green Bay Packers. We'll see how much they decide to use him, but he is a playmaker when he has the ball in his hands, and he will be another weapon for Jordan Love. The right time for him to make a debut against the Detroit Lions. The Packers are looking for some big plays out of him, as well as their running back, Aaron Jones, who missed the last two games due to a hamstring injury, but is expected to be in action tonight. We saw how effective he was on opening day, how much he helped the offense, and the Packers are hoping that Jones and Watson can provide a similar boost tonight in a pivotal NFC North game against the Chicago Bears. As for against the Detroit Lions, as for the Detroit Lions, they are expected to get back David Montgomery tonight. He's been battling a quad injury. He is listed as questionable. Missed the last game against the Falcons, but it looks like Montgomery will be back tonight 
for the Detroit Lions, helping Jameer Gibbs in the backfield. One more weapon for the Detroit Lions offense to have. So both teams getting back some players, both teams missing some players in the offensive line, and should be a particularly significant matchup tonight in the NFC North. Check out this stat here when we talk about the Lions offense and their quarterback, Jared Goff. He leads the NFL in QBR, passing touchdowns, and first down rate when using play action. That could be a significant advantage for golf in the Lions offense tonight as the Packers defense is allowed an NFL worst 10.4 yards per attempt against play action. Marcus and RC back with us. Hey, Marcus, what do you want to see with that? That background, what do you want to see from the Packers defense tonight? Yeah. Look, play action is, is a result of you having to commit more guys to get the run stop. So that's why you put the onus on this front seven. And it got a lot harder with Devondre Campbell um, missing as well. But when you think about Rashawn Gary and Kenny Clark and Slayton in the center of this defense, those are the guys that are going to have to take care of this run game. So Jared Goff is not comfortable and that play action is not pulling your safeties up to the line of scrimmage because you think you need to add guys to the box. This has been highly effective for the Detroit Lions since last year. This is why we came into the season talking about this team really being a problem because they are so effective when it comes to play action. The teams that do well against them, the teams that have a chance are the ones that don't have to commit eight, seven and eight guys to the box every time a defensive every time an offensive play is ran so we'll see if the green bay packers can handle this run with potentially six or seven guys and, and devote some guys to coverage well i think the other piece of it when you listen to marcus speak on what the play action pass can do and how it needs to start is also the Jimmys and the Joes to those X's and O's. And that is, becomes Sam Laporta, the rookie out of Iowa. Amon Ross St. Brown also in that slot. They don't try to force the ball to the outside when they are doing this. They give Jared Goff easy opportunities from the run game, starting with David Montgomery and J Jameer Gibbs, and then getting into the pass. And those are his two guys. It's going to be Sam Laporta, Amon Ross St. Brown, and he's found ways to allow those guys to extend the field. And if you can do that for Jared Goff yeah. and allow him to see the field, set his feet, have that sort of space to throw. We've now learned that he's no longer Jeff Fisher's Jared Goff. He's not Sean McVay's Jared Goff. He's a guy that can be a franchise quarterback for a team that becomes a perennial playoff contender. And it starts with offensive coordinator Ben Johnson putting him in the best position to succeed, which is play action pass. Marcus, yes, how sir. do you defend that, by the way? You keep on shaking your head. How do you defend all the stuff that RC just set up here with all the options that Goff has? Well, R.C. knows this because he played on a phenomenal defense. Um, and he played on a defense where they didn't have to devote pressure in order to get pressure on the quarterback. When R.C. Yeah. was back there roaming and Troy Palomalu was moving all over the field, yeah. they never were worried about having to add those guys into the run game. That's why you saw R.C. coming downhill from 20 yards back knocking somebody silly because they didn't have to put him in the box because the defensive line and the linebackers handled yeah. the run game. And that's how you take care of offenses like this. If you have to devote guys out of yeah. your secondary to get the run stop against high-level play-action teams, nine times out of ten, brother, you're going to have a long day. How about this? The Lions are favored in this game. Only the third time over the last 30 seasons they've been favored at Lambeau <laughs> Field. So it's been a while. Let's get Farm some game picks Rogers. here on this one, RC. Who you got in this matchup?
Oh, look at this pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got the Lions. Let's go back to last year. The Lions ended. <laughs> the Lions beat this team, and the last play, or one of the last plays, was a hook and lateral. We've shown that we know Dan Campbell will do whatever it takes to win, and he will be that same type of coach tonight. By the way, I'm sorry, Detroit. We're all on you, so uh, good luck. Good luck going, going up against the <laughs> they Packers. They lost then. They lost. One more thing before we go, and for that, let's check in on first take where Mark Cuban made a pitch to Taylor Swift. Taylor, if you're listening, sorry, Travis, break up with him. I got a bunch of good-looking single guys that play for the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> I got you. What? Look at the response. What? Look at the response from Travis Kelsey saying, just sign me to what? a 10 hey, Sign me to a 10 day. <laughs> I love that. That is fantastic. Hey, he hey, moved to high school. Taylor got the football world he in shambles. He moved to high school. Hey, before we go, RC, Bro. before we go, you've been sucking down a smoothie that's like 64 ounces. What's in that smoothie? I need that to man, know. a smoothie king junkie. What's in that? It is apple, it is apple kiwi kale. Yes, I'm a junkie, Marcus. I'm a junkie. I know it. I go every day. Don't hate. Don't hate. <laughs>